Good evening, traveler. Welcome to the Penumbra. These may be Detective Steele's final moments, dear traveler. Trapped miles underground and abandoned by the thief who promised to save him, only Miasma decides whether Detective Steele lives or dies. He's in there now, traveler. If we step in, we may lose the old Juno Steele forever. There is still time, of course. Time to turn back. Time to allow Detective Steele to forever remain as we remember him. And if you wish to turn back, dear traveler, now is your chance. Very well, then. Come, traveler. Come with me into room J-18. Juno Steel and the final resting place. early. Should have given me some warning, I would have brought my swim trunks. That won't be necessary. I've found a way to manage the end of this process without you. Hey, hey well, what do you- Assistant! Kill him. It's been coming down to this for days. A dark cell in a marching tomb. Two masked assistants crowding me on either side. Miasma standing in the doorway, looking at me with all the interest she'd give an old chair she's been meaning to throw out for weeks. My name's Juno Steele, and this is probably where I die. Whoa, whoa, aren't you putting the cart before the booster here a little bit? How are you going to gloat if I'm dead? I don't need to gloat, Juno Steele. I just need to win. What happened to your plan, the whole- Assistant, I've had enough of this. Kill him, or give the gun to me and I'll do it. One of the assistants places the barrel of a pistol up against my head. Hard. It's a big barrel. For a big, big gun. That's more like it. Clean up when you're done. The pistol pulls back just a millimeter. I feel the hand on the other end of it flex. When have disappeared, days ago now, he promised me he'd be back before it was too late. Well, buddy, the clock's ticking. Where the hell are you? <laughs> That was cold, killing the two of them so fast. Apologies, Juno, but I didn't think diplomacy would be quick enough for this rescue operation. He pulls off the mask, and there he is. Peter Nureyev, looking like a knight in stolen armor. I don't want to admit it, but... It's a weight off, seeing him again. If you'd like to swoon and fall into my arms, now would be an excellent time. Don't get a fat head about it. My head is perfectly sized, and we both know it. Even with Miasma dead, we're not out of the woods yet. We can't afford for anyone to raise the alarm before we find the weapon. So we have to hide the bodies. Yes, yes. Help me get them in the cell. You drag the guard, and I'll take... Nureyev? Hmm? Where are the bodies? They appear to have... 
vanished. That ever happened to you before? I'm typically the one disappearing, not the one left behind. The hell was that? I have no idea. It could be... This is an ancient tomb deep beneath the surface of the planet. It's entirely possible that the walls are just... shifting basic plate tectonics. Might not have done so well in physical science, Nareyev, but I think I'd remember the day the teacher said that the same thing that caused earthquakes also makes corpses disappear. Keep your head, Juno. Just because we've come up against something unexpected doesn't mean we should jump to conclusions. Honestly, I would love to, but I can't think of a single goddamn conclusion to jump to. Actually, scratch that. I got a conclusion for you. I don't like this. I don't like this at all. Well, dislike it while we walk, at least. We have quite a way to go. We make our way down the hall. And I just want to get the hell out of there and see the sun again, but there's something big we have to do first, and we both know it. Before I came to collect you, I did a bit of poking around throughout this base. It sounds like the Martian weapon is being kept in a huge storage and records chamber at the end of this hall. So we keep going deeper and deeper down that twisting hall. Those Martians must have had a hell of a lot of people to bury. There's always another turn, another door, another staircase up or down. The final chambers behind those large doors just ahead. Does this place seem sort of... I don't know, empty to you? We haven't seen a single assistant. I've lived through too many rough escapes to turn down a smooth one, Juno. Let's just assume it will all go swimmingly until it doesn't, shall we? Right on cue. Quickly, behind me! We cram ourselves to one side of the hall and wait, holding our breath. Down the hall, the door opens. It's one of the assistants. Shoot him, Juno. Hang on, he's... He's not firing at us. He isn't. In fact, he's shooting into the room he just came out of. Backing away, hands shaking. He backs himself across the hall, towards the final chamber where we're headed. Those double doors open. He falls back into it, and the door slams behind him. What do you suppose he was firing at? That many blasts with a gun that size? I'm not sure it matters. Whatever it was before, it's probably paced by now. And if it isn't... Honestly, I'd rather not see it. Agreed. I'll take point in the final chamber and eliminate the assistant while you barricade the door behind us. Got it. (laughs) Done. You take care of that assistant yet, Nureyev? Nureyev? I would love to, Juno. But he isn't here. I turn to see what Nureyev's looking at. An assistant's mask is lying on the floor, but but there's nobody around to wear it. He couldn't have just disappeared, right? This big room, he must be somewhere in here. He certainly could be up on that pedestal. It looks like the case with the egg of Purus in it. Let's just take it and leave, quickly. There's something about this room I don't like. Something besides the fact that someone just disappeared in it, I mean. Miasma was collecting ancient Martian junk for years, and whatever she wanted it for was supposed to happen in this room. 
The gang's all here. The key, the mask, the throne, the teleporter, and a bunch of other Martian odds and Martian ends that are all raised on a platform in one end of the room. And even higher behind them sits the Martian weapon, the Egg of Purus. The only thing not here is the saffron pill. Well, it was the only thing not here until I showed up. The damned egg won't move. It must be fastened to the box somehow. Can't you cut it off or something? I just want to take the egg and get out of here. If you want to play with a knife around a bomb of this power, Juno, I'll hand you mine. But I will ask that you give me one hour and 37 minutes to escape Mars first. How do you know it would take... Never mind, of course you do. Well, there's got to be something in this room to help us with this stupid bomb, right? It's not like she was just going to let that thing blow up her base. Seems as though she's kept some records down there. Let's start looking. I didn't even notice the records until Nereev pointed them out. The room's packed tight enough to make a sardine feel crowded, ranged with boxes and shelves and bizarre lab equipment. I don't know what kinds of experiments Miasma was up to in here, but they don't look like the kind of experiments you walk away from in one piece. These appear to be Miasma's translations of ancient Martian texts. If she plans to use that bomb, one of these must have told her how. With any luck, it will tell us how to disarm and detach it as well. Great. So we're looking for an ancient Martian instruction manual. You know, if she was organized, we'd find it somewhere between the instructions for the ancient Martian egg beater and the ancient Martian blender. How about I go check on the barricade? I'll keep reading. Stay within my line of sight. There are carvings on the walls in this room, too. Pictures and symbols and strange shapes. Something about those things always makes me feel like they're watching me. Whispering to one another. What was that? What was what, Juno? I... Never mind. Must be... Hearing things or something. Barricade's intact. Looks like one of these boxes just hit the ground. Must have been unbalanced or something. What's in it? There must be a hundred boxes just like this one in here. Whatever's inside must be important. <laughs> Hear that sound? It means they're fresh... Uh, whatever they are. Take two daily with ten milligrams water. Wait at least three hours after consumption before attempting... Reproductive activities. Well, that seems kind of personal. The door. Is there anything else we can do to secure it? I mean, I could shove an even bigger box in front of it. Juno. Kidding. Kidding. There's a panel right here. I'll see if I can lock the door. Hey, uh, Nereev? Yes? This says there are two doors to the room. There couldn't be. There are. It could be a mistake, but... I'm just going to lock them both. That sounds like a very good idea. Airlocks activated. That's quite a lock. You don't think this was where... Where Miasma was going to hide after she set off her bomb? Yeah, I do, actually. I think the box that fell might have been full of nutrient capsules, long-term bomb shelter food, the kind of stuff they used to hand out during the war. Set off the bomb. Seal the airlock. And live alone in here on nutrient soup while everyone rots on the surface. She was close. But this means the bomb must be dirty, right? It gets in the air or something. Nureyev? Nureyev? Hmm? 
Oh, apologies, Juno. I've just found something we might find useful. Just try not to give me a heart attack every time you pick up a good book, all right? I'll try not to make a habit of it. So, what'd you find? These appear to be some sort of instructions for activating the weapon, but they're only partially translated. Press our hand upon our purest egg, something, something, watch the numbers as they fall, and then our planet will be clean again. Then what? I thought that was rather a lot. Well, that didn't tell us a damn thing. Keep looking. Of course it did. It told us the purest egg has a timer before it detonates. Watch the numbers as they fall. And it told us how to activate the egg, too. Yeah, I got that, but it was wrong, right? It said you just have to touch it to start the timer, and you already did that on the train. That is true. But it doesn't say a hand. It says our hand. Yeah, but that thing says our everything, our hand, our egg. Martians probably would have called it our Earth, too, if there weren't a bunch of monkeys already running the place. This predates apes by about ten million years, Juno. Cave monkeys, then. But perhaps. Is it possible that the hour is intended literally? Only a Martian hand can activate the bomb. Well, how do we deactivate it, then? This doesn't say. Figures. So... What do we do if it turns out you can't deactivate the thing? Don't be ridiculous. There must be a way to deactivate it. You don't just build a weapon that goes off if you graze it and forget to add an off switch. Unless there's no reason to have an off switch. Unless you've weighed all the options ahead of time. Decided it's better if there's no turning. Airlocks deactivated. What in the world? The lock system must be faulty. I'll go take care of... Damn it, what now? The platform is now rising. The weapon, Juno. And that's... It can't be. Miasma. It can't be Miasma. I'd watch Nureyev shoot her. I'd heard her hit the floor and smelled that dead body smell that you can never quite pin and never, ever get used to. It can't be her. But it is. Standing on that pedestal. Her hands closing around the egg of Purus. I don't have time to think, so I don't. That was quite a shot. Compliment me later. My pedestal is still rising and I don't want to know why. I'll go check on the bomb. You head back to the console by the door and stop the pedestal. All right. I hoist myself up onto the pedestal and check the bomb. Symbols glow through the sides of the egg. And though I can't read them, I can guess what they mean. Nureyev! Miasma started the damn bomb. How much time do we have? I don't know. The egg says elephant's foot sideways W halfway into a gumbo. The platform has stopped rising. Thanks. Check on Miasma. If your laser didn't kill her, we might be able to get some information out of her. On it. I see where the rising platform's been heading. A circular airlock in the ceiling leading to a long, dark tunnel above. That probably goes all the way up to the surface. We came too close all over again. There's one thing I don't see, though. Nureyev? I've looked all around this thing, but I... can't find Miasma. Nureyev? The platform is now rising. Juno Steel, just in time to watch me kill your Peter Nureyev.
Miasma. She's sitting on Nereyev's chest, her fingers tightening around his throat. She shouldn't be able to hold him like that. She's small and old, and I've seen Nereyev escape from too many things to believe he could be caught by her. But Nereyev's pinned. He looks beaten. Get off of him, Miasma. Or what will you do, Juno Steel? Kill me? Again? It's just a hunch. But in a line of work like mine, you live and die on your hunches. Then you cross your fingers and hope nobody else has to die on him. At the last second, I turn my gun away from her head and aim at her arms. Very good, Juno Steele. I imagine you must have been a very good investigator before you came up against me. Her arms are still moving, flopping around on the floor like dusty old eels. And she's standing now, her arms ending a quarter of the way down. And her face... There's always been something wrong with her face. Something that turns your stomach. It's like a mirror halfway to Funhouse. Wrong, but not wrong enough to register. But now... Now it's like her skin was just a paper-thin membrane. Floating on something liquid. Rippling. One of her arms reforms, and then the other... And these, these ones, ones she, she doesn't, doesn't bother, bother to, cover. to cover. What the hell? Don't look so surprised, Juno Steel. I told you I always get what I want. Her hateful little eyes are pointed straight at me, bobbing on that waterbed face of hers. Looking at her makes me feel like my stomach is learning a new dance step, but it's worth it because behind her, perfectly silently, Nureyev's on his feet, headed for the panel by the door. Just a minute. I just need to stall for a minute. You want this? Seriously? I have worked tirelessly to get what I want. I wanted the mask, so I took it. I wanted the teleporter, so I made it. I wanted the growth inside you, so I created it for myself. You have no right to stand in the way of what I've worked for, Juno Steel. What I'm owed. And... What do you want, Miasma? Nereyev's halfway to the door before Miasma catches him. Her arm cracks across the room like a bullwhip. But this time, he has his knife ready. Back away from the panel, thief! <laughs> Juno, cover me! Attack me as much as you like. You'll tire eventually. And I won't. I always get what I want. Her arms keep lashing out after him. I keep shooting and they keep coming. And and then they aren't her arms anymore. They're just lashing out from every part of her like she's a thing without an outline. Constantly spilling into weird, impossible shapes. And then she's beside him again and I don't know how she got there. Just looking at her makes my head feel like it's going, going to, to split, split in two. two. You can delay me all you like, but I always get what I want. Always. Juno, the purest egg. Go deal with the egg. The weapon. The title is high now, but I should be able to jump to it. What the hell am I supposed to do when I get up there, though? I can't disarm the bomb. And even if I can figure that one out, there's still Miasma to deal with. And I'm afraid Miasma will not be with so easily. Ah! She grabs me by the leg from across the room and pulls. Come here, Juno Steel. 
And she's dragging me across the floor, that appendage of hers squeezing tighter and tighter, and more of them are coming, and more. Very rude of you, Miasma, to interrupt me in the middle of our conversation. Why don't you and I continue this privately? Nereev's hacking through her, shredding her to pieces, working so fast that she has to let go of me and turn back on him. I have to move quick before she starts trying to shred him. He won't be coming back. I have to stop her, but we're playing right into her hands. Oh, what makes you think that, Judo Steel? I have to stop the weapon. I have no idea how to stop the weapon. But Miasma does. And I can still look into her head. Can't I? No. Judo Steel! I told you, Miasma. Me first. It's almost easy by now. I close my eyes, I reach out, feel for the cold, steely thing that Miasma has for a mind. It feels wrong. Like I won't fit. Like her thoughts are wiggling and shifting around mine. I reach. The first spikes of pain push into my eye. I reach further, and finally I find the opening. I pull. A conference hall. Miasma standing before a near-empty audience, her papers lined up in front of her. I don't have time for this. I keep pushing, flipping deeper, deeper, moment after moment. A childhood trip to the park, a girl with a thick book, reading beneath a shady tree. I keep looking, birthday presents as big as your head, but it's just a lot of nothing. You know how much of life is just nothing? Just the quiet moments of killing time between big things? You can't get from ceremony to ceremony or murder to murder without all these times between where you fall asleep on the couch, eat soup for dinner, write your papers, eat soup for dinner, yell at your employees, think about cleaning the house, eat soup for dinner, eat soup for dinner. Wow, Miasma ate a lot of soup. But there's no time. I need to defuse the bomb. So I keep pushing. Even if the pain in my eye is growing, even if it feels like the needles in my eye are taking root and spreading... I see her gathering everything she needs down here. I feel how happy the thought of a clean, lonely planet makes her. No other voices, just quiet and thought. Yes. Yes. I'm so close. I'm almost there. I can feel it. The bomb. How the hell do I defuse the bomb? The egg of Pyrrhus. Using the teleportation technology. I'll extract the traces of DNA. Trapped in the folds of the mask of Grimpathuthus. The throne of Arkhamphyrus. My splicing technology will take care of the rest. A society of one. Replicated one billion times. But the only one is me. And then, the egg of Pyrrhus will be under my control. Unless... So... Close. The egg of Purus. If I were to change my mind, all I would have to do is... Damn you, just say it! Oh. Juno Steel. You didn't really think it would be that easy, did you? Ah! Welcome back, Juno Steel. Did you find what you were looking for? I try to reach for her again, to read her mind, but I can't. That part of me is just gone. Ah! 
Oh, my head. My eye. No. No. Focus, Steel. Focus. She has Nereyev against the wall now. He's still fighting, but he doesn't look like he has much fight left in him. I can't tell why, but the room looks off. Like someone's tilted it since I left. I take a shot. It goes wide. Real wide. I feel something on my face and without thinking bring my hand up to it. The hand comes away dripping and red. And I can't see it until it's a few inches away from my face. What did I do? What the hell did I do to myself? Juno, have you figured out how to stop the bomb yet? As soon as he says that, I have it. I don't even need to dive into Miasma's head to figure it out. And the beautiful thing is it'll take care of Miasma too. All in one moment. Juno, quickly! I've got it, just hold on for one second. I go to take another shot and think better of it. I'll miss again and I can't risk hitting Nereyev. When I get close though, close enough that I have to hit something, I lay into her. Shoot as much as you like, Juno Steel. I have plenty of time. Glad you made it, Juno. Juno. Your eye. Yeah, it's beautiful in the moonlight, I know. Mind if we deal with this business right now? Can't hold me back forever. Yeah, maybe not, but we can hold you back long enough. Nereyev, this way. We back up to the door, step by step. We work well together, Nereyev and I. We're holding her back, and she doesn't like it. My back hits the wall. I reach for the panel with my free hand. The platform has stopped rising. Juno, what are you... You're going to set off the bomb in here. Guns and knives might not work, but we know one thing that can kill a Martian, don't we? Don't be absurd. Just gotta make sure we're not collateral here. Head out the door, I'll cover you. Juno. Now! All right. I'll see you there, Juno. Get back here! Hands off, Miasma! Juno, now, while she's regenerating, you... Act you again. idiot! Juno! Juno, what are you doing? This is the way it's gotta be, Norea. If I head out there with you, there's nobody to stop me from getting that panel. And sealing herself in here and sending that bomb to the surface where it'll make Mars a wasteland all over again. You don't have to do this alone, you idiot! <sighs> And add you onto the bill? I don't think so. Just think of me as the price tag, Nereyev. The cost of a fresh shot at the world. Open this door! Open it now! It's too late for that. I can't read the numbers on the bomb, but I can see that they just dropped a digit. We're next door to the end, Nereyev. Smile for the camera. I'll kill you! I'll kill you! Hey, we got a quiet minute while her face is rebuilding itself. Mind if I let you in on a little secret, Nereyev? Idiot. Juno, you idiot. You're the greatest thing that's ever happened to me. <laughs> that's a load off. And it's true. You make me feel like maybe it's all worth it. Like maybe there's something out there worth seeing. Of course there is. You need to be alive to see it. Ever since that night I tried to turn you in, I've been thinking about that. 
the adventures we were talking about, the bouncing from star to star, leaving this dump behind and seeing what the galaxy's got to offer. <laughs> I wish we got the chance to do that, Nureyev. If I've got one regret, it's that. You know. It's been nice knowing you, Nureyev. It's been a gift I don't deserve. Open this door. Juno. Juno! All right, Miasma. You were trying to say something to me. Juno Steele, what have you done? Something I don't think anyone's ever done to you. You wanted something. I said no. That bomb won't just kill you. It will tear you to pieces. Do you know why hardly a shred of Martian matter was left after their extinction? What's inside that bomb? It chews through you, devours you. You'll feel it in your every cell. Hey, I'll try anything once. If you're so scared of it, why not disarm it? It can't be disarmed, you idiot. It is the final weapon, the punctuation mark on life. Open that door, or we'll die in here. We have seconds, you fool. And if you really want to torture me, Miasma, you'll spend them talking my ear off. The numbers tick down. The digit drops. I miss more shots than I should, but at this range, I can get her at least. Keep her thousand cold appendages from the panel. I'm tired. I hurt. And the numbers tick down. But I just have to hold out a little longer until I can last. You can't take this away from me. You can't, you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't! And then the numbers stop. Crack shines in the side of the egg. Then another. And another. And then... It hatches. Juno! Juno, you impossible idiot! Answer me! Answer me, please! Juno! Juno, no! 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 Airbox deactivated. Juno, you're alive! How could you be? The egg looks just like it did before. It must not have gone off, is that it? After all these aeons, it didn't even work. <laughs> Where's Miasma? The weapon went off. Miasma's dead. Every shred of her. Gone. But... How? I was just wondering the same thing. But you know, it makes sense when you think about it. Does it? It's simple, Nureyev. 
you just got to think like a Martian, all that stuff in those writings, right? All the stuff Miasm was after to clean Mars, to make it pure again. That's what the Martians wanted, right? Yes, I suppose. But clean what is the question? The Martians were all the same. They bred by splitting, so they had the same DNA. They could read each other's thoughts. If their bodies were the same, their minds were the same, there's no difference one to the other. Juno, I don't think... We've been looking at this all wrong, Nureyev. The weapon wasn't a mistake. It wasn't a product of a war or an experiment gone wrong. It wasn't a Martian genocide. It was a Martian suicide. They thought it through, and they put the pieces together, and at the end of the day, they figured Mars was better off without them. You don't know any of that for sure. Miasma's gone. I'm not. The weapon scrubs Martians clean down to the last cell and doesn't touch another thing. You have any better theories? Only that it doesn't matter anymore. The Martians are dead. The last of them gone. Their choices have been made and buried in this tomb. You and I, Juno. We're alive and free to make whatever choices we please. And I can think of one I'd like to make right now. You're right. They're gone. They're all gone. What do you say we leave the dead to their rest, Juno? We have some living to do out on the surface, I think. Yeah. The surface. I'd like that, Nereev. I really would. This is quite the hotel. I, for one, am looking forward to a good night's sleep. It's been weeks. The hotel's all right. Juno, I'm sorry that the doctors couldn't save your eye. I got another. Besides, it's not like I needed that eye anyway. I'm sure there are plenty of P.I.s with one eye. P. One eyes. Hell, I'll never shoot straight again, but not a big deal. It's not like sharpshooting was the basis of my entire career or anything. Juno, Juno, shh. It's all right. There are options. You know, you could always look into a cybernetic eye. You think I got that kind of money to kick around? Only people who can afford those things can afford to buy an army to do their shooting for them. I do have very wealthy friends, Juno. I could ask around. Let's just not talk about it right now, all right? All right. It can wait. Though I can't say I understand why you insisted we come to a clinic in Hyperion City when Olympus Mons was so much closer. (sighs) I... I just wanted to see the place one last time, that's all. I see. I suppose I don't have the penchant for nostalgia that you do. It doesn't do me any good. city's going to change whether I'm here or not. This area used to be crammed with apartment buildings. You'd see people walking up and down the street all the time, carrying groceries and kids hanging on their arms. I didn't see any apartment buildings. It wasn't even that long ago. A couple months, maybe. city's going to change. That's just how it is. Juno? Yeah. Are you certain that you want to leave Mars? Yeah. Yeah, of course I am. I said that, didn't I, back in the tomb before the bomb? This city, I can tell it's very valuable to you. Truthfully, I can't say I know what that feels like. I was so excited to leave Brahma behind... 
I've been so excited to leave behind every planet I've seen. All that bad, huh? Not at all. They're beautiful, every one of them. So beautiful that as soon as I land on one, all I can think of is the next. The incredible future ahead. I'm excited to share that future with you, Juno. But only if it's the future you want. And if it isn't, I'll leave alone. For good. That will be that. So? Leaving Mars. Forever. That's what I said I wanted, wasn't it? Freedom. Adventure across the galaxy. With Peter Nureyev. So? I want to leave. With you. And I am so happy to hear you say it, Juno. Are there any last preparations you need before we go? No. In the morning, I'll call Rita, tell her to close up the office, sell off the junk in my apartment that should carry her until she can find another job, but I don't think I can go back there again. I understand. We're on the edge of a brave new future, Juno. It's exciting, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it is. What do you say you and I begin that beautiful future right now? That sounds exciting, too. We spent the night together. It was... Nice. It was like nothing else. Just like Peter Nureyev. You know, Juno, call me a fool if you like, but I think I may have fallen in love with you. I... (laughs) If you're a fool, that makes two of us. Nureyev falls asleep in minutes. I watch him in the dark for hours. Smell his cologne. See those sharp teeth peek past his lips as he snores. Nureyev sleeps deeply. Like someone who knows that tomorrow he's waking up to will be worth showing up for. Lying next to him, I feel that way too. And suddenly... Desperately, I want to chase a future of that feeling every single day. With him.
Hyperion City. It takes a lot of people to fill up a city like this. Big and filthy and beautiful. Killer stars and runaway execs and starving kids and bad parents. Old friends who made it. Old friends who didn't. Smugglers. Murderers. Mercenaries. and Mad anthropologists. Master thieves. And private eyes. You meet enough of those people in my line of work and you start to notice something. Everyone thinks they've got the answer. That silver laser that promises they'll be happy forever. But no one's ever been happy forever. All those people chasing after all those promises, running full tilt towards a thousand paradises that never were and never are going to be steel, no matter how bad you want it, well, it makes a big mess. And sometimes when the whole thing feels like too much, it's tempting to lie down and let all the other runners trample you. But I can't. So instead, I take my lumps. The world gets a little bigger. A little meaner. Maybe I did too. From my office window, I get a good view of the city. The mansions floating over uptown. The drunks drifting through the streets. The addicts who have turned their skin to pincushions and the powerful people who profit off every pinprick. My name's Juno Steele. I'm a private eye, and this is my city. I'm not proud of it, but that doesn't mean it's not worth saving. And hell, it's not like I had anywhere better to go. I'm afraid this concludes Season 1 of the Penumbra Podcast, dear traveler. But worry not. The travails of our dear detective and his fellow guests will resume in March, and in the meantime, we've plenty of surprises planned for you. Are you concerned you'll miss us? You can stay up to date with all of our establishment's plans by liking us on Facebook, following us on Twitter, at the Penumbra Pod, and following us on Tumblr, at the Penumbra Podcast. If you check those pages today, traveler... You'll find instructions to submit questions for a Q&A with the Penumbra's co-creators to air next Tuesday, the 15th of November. They're waiting to hear from you. If our first season of Tales has impacted you, we hope you will consider showing your appreciation by supporting the Penumbra on Patreon. With a donation of just a few dollars per episode, you could access our scripts, art raffles by our artist Michaela Buckley, and other tantalizing rewards. Your support helps ensure that we will be able to keep creating these stories for you in the future. You can find that page at patreon.com slash thepenumbrapodcast. If you support us on Patreon at the $10 level or higher, you will receive access to commentary tracks like this one, 
from actors Joshua Elon, Kate Jones, and Noah right, Stein. Right. Oh, that grumpy Juno. Like, he's he's really struggling with some yeah. dark stuff. Yeah. It, it, it struck it's, me. It's, it's an interesting peel away of the curmudgeonly hard-boiled detective. It's the, right. the everything that we blindly accept with this genre are real symptoms of a real thing. We would like to give thanks to all who support us on Patreon, but especially to Hannah Jim, Elizabeth Miller, Angel Acevedo, Eliza Gray, and Sarah Richardson for their incredibly generous contributions per episode. Thank you. If you cannot afford to support us, we understand. But we hope you will take a moment to rate and review us on iTunes or your podcast service of choice so that we can spread our tales further than ever before. This tale... Juno Steele in the Final Resting Place was told by the following people. Joshua Elon as Juno Steele, Noah Symes as Peter Nureyev, and Kate Jones as Miasma. On staff at the Penumbra, Kevin Vibert is our lead writer and recording engineer. Sophie Kaner is our director and sound designer. Graham Turner is our script editor. Original music by Ryan Vibert. Promotional art by Michaela Buckley. The Penumbra is created and produced by Sophie Kaner. Kevin Vibert. We're sad to see you go, but worry not. The Penumbra will find its way to you again. Farewell, dear traveler, for now. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.